We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back in here on Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, and the Odyssey app. Cody Tapp, Nick Schwartz, Jed Marshall on the other side of the glass. And now our guy, Jay Binkley, making his very first appearance on our live stream, which can be found at 610 Sports KC on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Might be one more I'm forgetting, but at least those four. Binkley, how are you? Real good, my man. How are you? Well, uh, uh, rusty? Better? Is it better? You Jed, rusty? do you have me? Jed, do you have me? How you have doing, to Cody? turn on your own mic, buddy. <laughs> so you're being all nice to me now, huh, Cody? What do you mean Now? I just I, I was driving in and I heard what uh, I knew this happened. would happen. I knew Wait, I no, knew he okay. would show up in studio okay. and all of a sudden you're acting well, you all act chummy. Like, you act like nothing happens. You're like, hey, what's up? <laughs> what's... Where's, where's my guy, Bink? What's up, man? You know. First, there was time between our two shows, if that's what you're referencing. And I don't think it's fair to say that that comment was meant towards you. I was even invited by his wife to a chili cook-off on December, or first weekend of December. You don't have to I make chili. Eat. Just show up and eat. I got the evite from Cody's wife. Not him. Yeah, Cody's not wife. him, right, because she was probably She's like, nice. should we invite Jay Binkley? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> That's not how this went. She's it, like, I guess I'll well, do it. Well, I spent, I spent uh, playing poker with you guys over at Cody's house the other day. We're like, we're getting that, that tight. Hey, and I'm not going to get into it on air, but you should have heard what he said about you after you left. Was that right? Yeah. Wait, poker? I didn't say anything. Okay. Binkley, did you win that night? Uh, I did come out ahead. I didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't. Well, you didn't know what happened after you left. No, here's what happened. I just lost more money. He just knew that you were going to lose money. To win the money, it's usually it. later tonight because everybody's just hammered. At the, you know, at that point. Yeah, sure. That's when you start winning the money. But uh, early on, it's more of a game, and it just turns into people playing 7 deuce, 7 3, and oh, yeah. losing. Yeah. Any two cards. Binkley, yeah. we had asked a question before, so I'm curious before we talk specifically about the Chiefs. We'd asked Vinny, and Nick and I had discussed it. He originally had five teams, talked himself down to two. I've got four. How many teams do you think can win the Super Bowl? And I guess who are they? I'm curious who your four are. Mine were Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, Cowboys. Okay. Nick had added the 49ers at first and then had eliminated all but that because he decided after all that that if they got to the Super Bowl, there were only two teams he thought could win it. And none of those teams could win it against the NFC or the AFC teams, so he got himself down to Chiefs Bills somehow. If you ask me to take Chiefs and Beal and the Bills or the field early before the season kind of started, I would have taken that bet. I would have said taking a bet. But here's the one thing about it now is the Bills just find a ways to choke. And and they just have. I know it was a nice little win against the Lions, but organizationally, they find a way towards the mid part of the season till the end. I remember on my post game show talking about the Bills, once they beat the Chiefs, is like, all right, let's just hold on here. 
Let's see what happens. You guys remember what happened last year. They go and lose to the Tennessee Titans. Everybody was on the Bills last year. I know this year they're Super Bowl favorite. But people loved the Bills last year. Then they lose 41-15 to to the Colts at home. And yep. then they lose to Urban Meyer in the Jags that season. And they had to come to Kansas City for the playoffs instead of a home game. They find a way to do this. Look, at they went from the number one seed to yeah, the sixth but, seed down to the fifth seed. But then seed. what happened? But then what happened? Because then they got red hot to finish the year, and Josh Allen was nearly perfect in the playoffs. So it's not as though that lull last year removed them from Super Bowl contention. How many Super Bowl runs, how many Super Bowl games have they played with this Josh Allen? Keep in mind, he's played two okay. less games. He's played okay. two. Wait a minute. He's played two less games than Mahomes. How many Super Bowls he been in? How many MVPs he got? Zero to both of those. Okay, so does that make him less of a of a Super Bowl contender? Do you? I mean, come on. How many teams are you putting ahead of them? Le- legit. If right now it's the Chiefs them. and the Bills still. That's one and two. Right. Despite so still, the I mean, so the what are we really talking about? If they're still the second, if they're going to come to Kansas City and lose. It's which team is going to get the but honor? No, I agree with that. Of coming to Kansas yeah. City and lose. That, that's what's coming to. I really like the Titans. I think the Titans could be the, now. They did choke in the playoffs last year. But fundamentally, I like what Vrabel's doing. I like the way he coaches. It's a, it's a tough physical football team uh, that's hard to play. I mean, Vrabel's really showing the X's and O's this year. I mean, he's remember he outsmarted Belichick last year when he he's was, a really when he was good coach. He really is. But I just don't think Titans, they don't have anything either. They don't have any MVPs. They've been to one AFC title game. They just, they just have a really good running back and a smart coach. And a below-average quarterback. Yeah, if Derrick Henry's out, then it's one team you look at. You could say it about the Chiefs, too. You say Mahomes is out. How good yeah, but it's the only team? team you'd say that about a position player. I wouldn't eliminate the Chiefs from any chance at winning a Super Bowl if anyone outside of Mahomes and Kelsey were out. He's yeah, the best non-quarterback, best non-quarterback in the game. There's no question about that. Um, that. The top four in the AFC are Chiefs, Bills, Titans, Ravens. Okay, That's so. A, and if you go NFC. To win a Super Bowl, I think it's very, very limited. Okay, but you said you don't think that the Bills can come into Arrowhead and win a game. No. So does that mean the Chiefs are the only team from the AFC that you think has a shot at winning the Super Bowl? Y- yes. Okay, so then how many NFC teams do you have? Uh, the then now you're basically so saying... now well, the, you're Eagles, bas- the Eagles are too big. I mean, you know, again... But you're saying that they would have to beat the Chiefs because the Chiefs are the only team that you exactly. have to Exactly, but the Eagles... The I mean, Bowl. I know a lot of people like the Eagles, but how good have the Eagles been? Last couple of weeks, they've looked like crap. And they barely sneak out a win over Jeff freaking Saturday uh, by a point. And I know the Chiefs lost to the Colts. They've had, some tur- they've had some turnover regression the last two weeks. The, the, yeah, so the, Dallas looks good at times, man. They really do. That's the way they look. They're Jekyll and Hyde. They look great sometimes and look like garbage the next. Uh, but the Cowboys would be up there as well in the NFC. If, if you had those two teams, the Eagles and the Cowboys, the NFC, the Vikings really showed themselves. They've, they've, been, playing, they've been playing on borrowed time. The last couple they've, of weeks. They've been fraudulent the whole season. They, they've been totally fraudulent. Their and problem was, is they have so many like stars that I want to believe in them. That was they, the though? Cowboys. Like Zadarius Smith has been have? a top 10 pass rusher this year. Dalvin Cook is one, a top five running back. Mm. Justin Jefferson's a top three wide I receiver. Got, I think they got two stars. I think they got Justin Jefferson and Zadarius Smith. That was the Cowboys' biggest margin of victory. And if your running back's a star, unless they're Derrick Henry... It's not as important. It doesn't really matter that much, That's how right? bad that loss was. In Minnesota, the largest margin of victory on the road ever for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, that's... It was ugly. That, that, to be a one-loss team and have a team come into your house and do that like the like the Cowboys punked the Vikings, that, that was pathetic. So but do you the think Niners, any I of liked, those teams? I liked the Niners last year. It's why we had, we had, our, we had our playoff... Uh, we did our draft of players. Why I picked Debo Samuel. People are like, what are you doing that for? Because I think the, the 49ers are going to win some playoff games. 
and no one's laughing now, but so who? Okay, so season ends today. Who's your Super Bowl? So I'm matchup? saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, Chiefs, Chiefs and uh, Eagles right now. Do you Those think the Eagles two? could beat the Chiefs in a Super Bowl? No. So he's down to so one. So one team. I think Andy <laughs> Reid's on the right side. It's going to be the Andy Reid Bowl. Lock Everybody will be talking about that. So Binkley says one, at least from that end. Because part of this is for the same reasons that I felt like everyone was going to come get the Chiefs anyway, Bink, which was, all right, the Broncos spent a quarter million dollars and a bunch of first-round picks on a, on a quarterback, and the Raiders spent free agency money and traded for Devontae Adams, and the Chargers spent free agent money in the pass rush and felt like they were going for it. And they've already all lost the division. Like, it's over. I think it's a wrap. The division's done, Vink. They, oh. <laughs> by Thanksgiving, it's done. It's over. Isn't it the most, one of the most comical things in, in the NFL talk and chatter this year was people picking other teams to win this division? Listen, both of you guys, I played poker with this, this, both of you guys the other yeah. night. And, and what happens in poker when you're not drunk and you're trying to win the game? You go by percentages and odds, right? Sure. You look, you look at what you have and you look, how many outs do I have? You know, is this a 98 percenter here? What are we looking at here? Should I make the bet or not on the turn to the river? No other coach in this division's ever even made the playoffs. Yet the guy that's won six straight playoff or six Josh straight McDaniels, divisions. Josh did he not make it once with Tebow? He, he did not. That was John Fox. Oh, my God. The rest of the coaches' division have zero, zero playoff wins. They haven't even been. And then you have Andy Reid, six straight, plus he's third all-time in postseason victories. Two more playoff wins, and Andy Reid and Bill Belichick are sitting alone as the top two guys in the history of the National Football League. And, oh, by the way, one team had Patrick Mahomes. Yet people in their hot takes, all these hot takes, I think, are coming back and making people look a little stupid. They're looking a little fraudulent. Like that. In the national media, the people have picked against the Chiefs, and they won't give Mahomes I, here's credit. The thing. They won't mention the fact he has 14 divisional road playoff wins to start off. Joe Montana once had 20. Uh, it's 15 won, now, right? It was 14? No, it's 14 now. It was 13. It was, oh, okay. It's 14 now. Joe Montana did it 20 times in a row. That's the NFL record. But it wasn't all. It was. It, it started in 1983. It was pre-free agency. Well, it was pre, not his rookie year either. It was, you know, because he, he started in '79. He did his starting in '83. That is a incredible number. The 25 straight. When's the last time you heard anybody in the national media talk about 25 straight wins in November, December? You haven't heard it. You know, you know why it is. Though? You know why it is is because I think they get tired of talking about the same team for five straight years. So you're looking for someone to steal the throne. But it looks bad, though. It really does. Like, yeah, when but, you hear but, these people talking, you know it it's makes them look a, really It's not dumb. a Mahomes thing. People have been doing it with LeBron James for 15 years. I know. It was I, just I, like, oh, you know what? He's been the best for eight years. Is there somebody else we can start talking about? Well, talk up the Cowboys. The, the, the Cowboys have been talked up all the time. People talk about him all the time. For, for a team that does not win the postseason, that team has talked about all the time and scrutinized under the microscope. But honestly... When people downplay the Chiefs and, eh, well, what are they going to be without Tyreek Hill and all this, a lot of them, these are paid experts that are supposed to be really good on the league. They all sound really, really stupid when, when they when they diss Mahomes and the Chiefs. They really do. I know, but, I like, I'll be honest. I, I thought it would be harder for them than this with, like, right? I mean, I, I thought it would be harder than this for them without Tyreek Hill. We all didn't think it would be this season. No, I thought there would be some growing pains. Yeah, I mean, he's got pace seen, for 5,500 yards and 48 touchdowns. I thought it would take longer than that. Have we seen the growing pains this year? Here's the one thing we've seen is we've seen better coaching offensively, not taking certain things for granted that Tyreek Hill is just going to bail you out of it or whatever. I think the coaching this year has been better than we've seen 
under Andy Reid and Bieniemy. I, I think was, this is the best coaching. Th- that's so funny we've you seen. say that. That's so funny you say that. I was driving into work today, thinking that exact same thing. That the, this, the co- this might be Andy Reid's best coaching job. For I think so. That's why he's what coaching they here. lost, what they've lost, and the fact that you could argue statistically. I don't think this is the best. I don't think this is the best Mah- offense Mahomes has ever had. I think it's better than it was a year ago. It's they're thinking you. They're looking at your weaknesses. They're playing chess. They're playing chess when the other teams are playing checkers. And that's what the Chiefs are doing. And I'll tell you guys, I still think the biggest moment for this team in all of the offseason moves, the great draft, was Camp Pat. I think the fact these guys went down and played video games and bonded and Andy Reid said, okay, you don't have to come back for OTAs. Do it down there and we'll zoom in or whatever. Trusting Mahomes to do that, building chemistry with his teammates. Because I know we can laugh about team chemistry, but this team's got a ton of it. And I think a lot of it was built down there in Texas with Mahomes and these players. I mean, they had to get it somewhere. It's not like any of the I mean, it's not like any of the players on offense knew each other ahead of time, right? Except for him and Kelsey. New rookie wide receiver in Sky, new wide receivers in MVS and Juju. Justin Watson just showed up. I mean, they had I mean the quarterback. And this is where and this is the quarterback is some of it, dude. Well, they're stoned like Ben Rossberg's Juju came from him. He's not a guy that scrambles and makes plays. Like Juju had to get used to a quarterback. They got out of the pocket, made plays because Big Ben didn't do that. Now, MVS coming from Aaron Rodgers, he does, you know, a lot of these same type of things. But Justin Watson and Tom Brady, you're talking about a quarterback that doesn't get out. And it's, they had to learn, like, kind of Mahomes' mannerisms and what he does. I imagine it would be different than playing with almost any other quarterback because it's not just like a true running quarterback. It's not like playing with Justin Fields. It's like, well, he runs sometimes, um, but sometimes he just runs around and he still wants to throw it to you a lot. And then other times, you know, like, it's like, really, you are kind of guessing a little bit. Because I heard the offensive linemen, like, that being, like, kind of a ding for, like, hey, it's really hard to play offensive line for Patrick Mahomes. So for these guys that are getting beat. But the problem is, when I see them get beat, it's not Mahomes doing weird stuff. It's Mahomes takes a seven-step drop back, and Orlando Brown Jr.'s, somebody's already passed him. Bank. I don't ever think of it as being like, well, they're having a problem when he starts to scramble. I'm like, well, you've had a year and a half of them. Now almost two years, right? This is not new information we've seen about Patrick Mahomes. You have to prepare for blocking for him different than you block for other people, and you should probably know that by now. What Mahomes is is a fine wine. He's a bourbon. He's just going to get better with age. Seriously, quarterback Steve Young didn't do anything till he was in his 30s, literally, because he was behind in, in, in the USFL. Like, his numbers started in his 30s. Mahomes hadn't even sniffed that yet. That's when quarterbacks, just everything's they start processing and they've seen everything. Last year was a year where defenses were doing different stuff to the Chiefs and Mahomes, right? They were trying different things. Mm-hmm. And they, they slowed Mahomes down a little bit, even though the Chiefs ended up number one in the NFL in points per drive, which they still are right now at 2.8 points per drive, which is insanity. But they, they, they've thrown everything at him. And now they, they've already done it all. There's not much you can do because he keeps withstanding all the different stuff and the defenses are doing. And keep this in mind, guys, he's just going to get better and better. The, the Mahomes you're seeing now, as good as he is and great as he is, in five years, that guy, think about all the things he's going to process and see and know in five years. To me, they're going to turn over play calling to him, like Peyton Manning, to get the Peyton Manning treatment where he called basically all the plays, and especially when you get in the two-minute drill, just turn it over to him. He's that kind of cerebral player, but... Just think about how good he's going to get once he gets in his 30s. Not that he's not great now and the best in the game, but just think about where he's still going. Is this Isaiah Pacheco's backfield the rest of the season? I know we've they've they've been very consistent with what they say about the running back room, whether it's Eric Bieniemy, 
Andy Reid. They say they're going to ride the hot hand. They say everybody's going to get touches, but it seems painfully obvious that Isaiah Pacheco is their best carrier of the football. 100%. And not only that, but his, his, his analytics and stats would bear it out that he gets better as the game goes on. I mean, it's the mark of a good running back when they get better and more yards per carry. Like well, his physical yards per guys carry, typically too. You yeah. Know. His yards per carry goes up as the game. And, and how many guys remember great running backs? They, they may go into halftime and you're frustrated on fantasy football because they have like five yards or six yards. Then they end up with like 170, right? I mean, it's you keep giving a ball. Uh, Bob and Josh had asked me on, on the round table a week or so ago, how do you make the running game better? And I said, find a guy, stay with him, get the consistency, and let him kind of get that feel, ebb and flow of a game. And I think Pacheco got that. They finally had a 100-yard rusher since, what, week four last year? Yeah. You know what was funny to me? You, you mentioned that some of the, the advanced numbers would bear it out. If you just go over rushing yards over expected, which is basically what would the average ball carrier pick up on, on this given situation, Clyde is seventh worst in the NFL. Isaiah Pacheco is 12th best. In the NFL. And you know what you guys saw a little bit with Pacheco? He's got four three seven speed, which is fast. Is, is insanity. Well, just watch him run the ball, too. He's actually just faster looks, than Kadarius Tony. It just looks different. Like, when, the way that he hits that that hole and he accelerates, he's he got just space. got that burst that Clyde doesn't have. That 20-yard run, that 18-yard run. Like, you put him in space, he's going to the house. Like, it just takes a little bit. Just give him a little bit of space. This guy's taking it to the house. He's that fast. Do you trust this coaching staff to fully hand him the keys to that backfield. We know McKinnon will have his job. He'll be your third down back. He's your pass catching back. We know that. Do you trust that if Clyde gets healthy or when Clyde gets healthy, that this won't just go back to being a timeshare? You know what? I I thought it was definitely trending towards Pacheco being that guy when you go back to even last or two weeks ago. But then Clyde got a little more carries than I thought he would get, kind of breaking that ebb and flow of of Pacheco. But uh, I would like to think that it's Pacheco's job and you stay with one guy. I mean, I can't definitively say it, but it was trending that direction and then kind of stayed stepped back a little bit as Clyde got back into the game. Guys, Chiefs are seeing what they got. And the Chargers are so bad. And I think a little bit of it is because the Chargers' run defense is so bad. They're that bad. I mean, they were They're last in the league last year, third worst this year. They're getting worse. The numbers go in the opposite direction. But that run defense is one of the worst in the league. And I thought, okay. Well, see, I think the Chiefs, and you look at the game plan, and maybe Clyde was a little bit more part of the plan because the Chargers were just so bad at stopping the run. Coming up in about 10 minutes, Binkley mentioned a player on Twitter yesterday that I think is really important. But first, just real quick, I think it's important that we get to the trash of the day. Trash of the day. The reason why it's important to get to the trash of the day is that it's now been reported that the Las Vegas Raiders have filed a trademark for their team that they plan on using as the slogan going forward. As a reminder, the Las Vegas Raiders are 3-7. and seven. The trademark they have filed for is Win City. Like it's like Sin City, Cody. Yeah, but winning. Yeah, like Win City, Sin City. They they copyright just win, baby. I mean, that's what they've always been known for. Yeah, do they want to add Win City to this? Shouldn't they just be? They should stop putting win in all their trademarks because they're not particularly good at that. They yeah, they should. Well, if they're gonna do it, I I personally think they should try to start winning. So at least a little bit. Seems like they were trying when they signed Devontae Adams this offseason. Yeah, what happened to that? Did you see that report the other day that suggested they were going to, like, just cut Derek Carr? Does that, even, that doesn't make any sense. No, Couldn't they I still heard, trade him? So, yeah, they could trade him. I actually I heard a juicy report that uh, they could trade him to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers 
reunited with Devontae Adams. See, Here's wh- the problem. Wh- they can't why afford- would a cold-weather city want Derek Carr? He's never won a game they- less than 40 degrees. They- if you're a cold-weather you city, stay the hell away. Get him Don't in get Siegfried and Roy and those Tigers, not Derek Carr. Derek Carr is... is- unfairly going to be made the scapegoat because I don't think they can afford to pay Josh Daniels buyout. No, no. So they're going to keep Josh Daniels, which by the way, this is way more on Josh McDaniels than it has been on Derek Carr. Derek Carr hasn't been great, but he's not the reason why they're four and seven. They were 500 pretty much all the other time under the other coaches in Derek Carr. Josh McDaniels showed up. But and I like drove how he said, it into a tree. I like how he said last week when he was crying after the game, he said that, you know, Josh McDaniels has done way more winning than I ever have. I go, I don't know statistically if that's accurate. As an assistant coach, it is. Oh, you mean when he was the assistant for the single the greatest coaching, head yeah. coach in NFL history? Yeah. yeah those Patriots coaches doing well. Devontae that's Adams. That's like saying Steve Belichick has done a lot more winning oh, than Steve. me. That's not accurate. Did you see Matt Patricia's calling their plays now, the old defensive coordinator, because yeah. he was the defensive coordinator. It explains why it's so he hideous. That. He to is watch. a rocket scientist, too, by the way. That's actually fact. But uh, uh, Devontae Adams and Derek Carr what amounted for, what, 131 catches and 24 touchdowns his last year at Fresno State? It's like I expected chemistry there. But we've seen nothing. Um, They're terrible. By the way, Bing, just before we we take a break, I'm just curious. Did you have anything that you wanted to add to our conversation about the 2001-2002 Sacramento Kings? Oh, uh, Bobby Jackson. Oh. Vladdy Divac. Uh, Bobby Jackson, hell of a sixth man. Yeah. Is he one of the best Chris six men Weber. of all time? Chris Weber on the Why team. Why are we bringing Chris the Weber, Kings back up? Chris Sacramento Weber Kings. was dominant that year. Kansas City Kings, Cody. It's a yeah. throwback to hey, Kansas look City. At this, look at this stat. Line. This is Chris Weber's season-long numbers. 24 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and yeah. a block and a half per game. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit no. for what he did that in his prime years. The whole Golden State team of 2001, all, the Steph Curry-led team gets way too much credit. 2001 Kings where it's at. Absolutely. Well said, Jay Binkley. I'm glad we're discussing this 21 years later. Well, you, you've when had... are we going to get to it? You've had an entire radio career to address them. What's taken you so long? Oh, you just had uh, so much other stuff to get to? We I need so. to do every topic, every topic you've gotten to has been more important than the 2001-2002 Sacramento Kings? It might have been. When we come back, Jay Binkley mentioned a player, and I think he's got a really valid point about a trade the Chiefs made. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
Studios. Chiefs Red Half Hour, every day at 11.30 on Cody and Gold. Chiefs Red Half Hour brought to you by Greenway Ford. It's a new day, a new way at the all-new Greenway Ford. Cody Tapp, Nick Short, Jay Binkley with you. He's here for the next half hour. Nate Taylor scheduled to join us at 1 o'clock today. We're all watching Mexico and Poland. Well, I am. Nick, did you put any money on this? You bet on one soccer game yesterday. It was Wales to beat the U.S. You lost that bet. And then I doubled down on it after USA scored. You lost that bet, Which too. I was told that was ill-advised. You know, I, the 10-to-1 the odds I got should have been a dead giveaway, but I thought, wow, this is a ten steal. To one. Anytime it's 10-to-1, I... I was unaware that uh, draws were not pushes like on other sports where you get your money back. Hmm. So. Gold, uh, on every game. You might want to turn your mic on. Is gold betting on every game? I'm sure he is. He does seem like he's tweeting a lot about the World Cup. So it was it's... weird the way you got through the whole sentence, too. <laughs> Before, like, did you not realize? I'm just not used to this. This uh, is his first here. day in his defense. Well, yeah. we stole his normal spot the first with time our ever, camera yeah. input. Well, Jed and I usually on... After Chiefs games, we uh, I sit in a different place. Can everyone in this building night. grow a good beard but me? It does seem that way. I've never seen Fesco with the beard. I've seen Kling with the stubble. I think Kling could grow a good beard if he wanted to. Can he Gold could. grow a beard? Quite. It's quite yeah. good. Quite Gold's good. Really? Good. Yeah. I used to be just he very, hates very, very, very I think full. he hates it only because his family hates it. Have you but, not seen him with a beard? It's no. very full. So the the hating of, like, my family hated my beard, and then I just stopped caring and was like, well, this it's my face. I don't know. I'm a grown man. What Jen's are you going to do? great beard. I don't know if it's great. to go mustaches. That's kind of a new thing. I had to just go teeth I'll for do that. Time. I'll probably do that for, like, see, we're doing this for No Shave November. Yeah. So once that's over, I'll probably go just mustache for a little bit. Because goatee, and, goatee because. and the short hair, bald head is, like, the new mullet I heard. Because I used to go be straight goatee. Wait, was, goatee and bald head is the is new that, Yeah, that's what they said a couple years ago. They said it's the new mullet. And I said, really? Who's they? They. They said the it. People. You know, they talk once in a while. <laughs> when they see, you say they say. They all get together, huh? Yeah, they do say they. They. It's important. Binkley, I'm going to give you credit. You had pointed out a part of a trade that I think should probably be pointed out, but for maybe a slightly different reason. In the Orlando Brown trade, Nick Bolton was the pick that came back, or the pick that came back turned into Nick Bolton. And I think that, to me, that should mean that Brett Veach should have an easier time letting go of Orlando Brown Jr. this offseason. Because he got Nick Bolton, don't get hung up on the idea that you traded this first-round pick for a player that you might not pay. It's good. You got a starting linebacker who might start for you for a decade with this team. Who cares? You got three years of a starter as left tackle. Cool. That's better than most teams are going to get. Move on and just be happy with your life because the Nick Bolton part of this trade should make it easier to move on from Orlando Brown. 100%. And we get a, we get a lot of that stuff, the, the calls you know, after the game or something. Well, why are we keeping Orlando Brown? My question is always, well, name me who you would have had because the Chiefs were really stuck oh, yeah. that, that year. I mean, Liam Eisenberg was one of the talks about. Alex Leatherwood was one of the talks. He's the... He played guard. Now he's not even in the league. The Chiefs were stuck at, at left tackle. Another team should have realized it. And the Ravens look even dumber for making that deal. But the Chiefs had nothing there. And they didn't know what to do. They were going to have to essentially take a right tackle and make them left tackle that came out of the draft. And we know that wasn't real plausible with, with who was there. And so, yes, here comes Orlando Brown. That's great. But then you got Nick Bolton. 
And I, I don't want to hear, you know, it was a bad trade in Lousy. No. If I just told you a first trade. rounder for Nick Bolton, how would you feel? It was an it was an absolute it's a great deal. Nick Bolton's a first rounder. You but I don't even great. mention Orlando yeah. Brown. It's a good yeah, deal. Nick Bolton's they, they needed defense. They needed linebackers. They got Nick Bolton here. So don't give me anything. Don't give me any crap about Orlando Brown working out or not. Nick Bolton, that was a great move by Brett Veach to bring in Nick Bolton. And people need to realize that I said it as soon as he got here. People are going to forget the name Derek Johnson, how okay. good Nick Bolton okay. is. Stop. I'm not kidding. He's no. the Chiefs' no. all-time leading tackler. Yes, that is it's ridiculous. going to be Nick Bolton. No, Big, I'm sorry. That is ridiculous. Okay, Derek took Nick a while Bolton to get started. is not even on the same isn't he is not on the Are same level me? as Derek Early Johnson? Early in the career, look I at think the numbers. Play wise, he is. He was better than Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson wasn't even a starter. He was in Todd Haley's doghouse oh when he was here. He Derek Johnson's my all-time favorite Chiefs. I'm just saying Nick Bolton will make you laugh now. Say what you want, because a lot of people didn't like this take a couple years ago. Now they're starting to go, eh, maybe Jay's right. Hey, hey, hey let me ask you, you know why? I will be right. Jay Binkley, you you, my friend, just did one of the most offensive things that, that has ever happened. On this radio show, on these airwaves. No, you do it every no, day. No, no. Hey, you know what? You every know what to- day you're a fool. <laughs> you ate a chip live on the air again. You're on this and side I'll of the glass now. And you that set the, the bar low here. <laughs> and today you brought even lower. Do you know what today is? It's the anniversary of Creed. It's true. It's halftime. It is Derek Johnson's 40th birthday. Wow. It is the anniversary of the Creed. And you, video. on his birthday, Decide to honor him by telling our audience that we will forget his name because of Nick Bolton's play. I'm just saying. I Listen, Derek's the all-time leading tackler. What I'm saying is Nick Bolton. Here's the thing. Nick Bolton, is there any more sure tackler the Chiefs have had in the last seven, eight years? Think about it. No. When, when he hits somebody, they go down. Like, I've seen so many guys bounce off Chiefs defenders and get extra yards. Nick Bolton's you're Velcro, right, you're man. Right. But I will say this. You gun. know what else happens to but Nick Bolton a lot? it took DJ a while. It took DJ a while. You know what else happens to Nick Bolton a lot? What? He can't get off blocks. He's already wearing the green dot in year two, man. I'm just what do you saying, have to say about that, Nick? He, he is great. He went to Missouri. That's your right. problem. He hey, went to Missouri. You know, that's your problem. Had he been a Jayhawk, he'd be the greatest damn linebacker of all listen, time. Listen, listen. Well, okay. Now he's accusing you of favoritism all right. over your school fandom. Let me address this entire take, though. So first off, I will say this. I would say this. <laughs> Happy birthday to Derek Johnson. I, for one. Uh, I love DJ. No, you don't. Just, no, no, you I don't. Do. don't I'm try just to saying Nick Bolton will make you forget it. If that, that's not loving someone, saying that they'll be a forgotten player. Nick, don't be- talk to me about love. <laughs> What's that what is, mean? Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. Nick's in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Although I, Binkley has I been in love I'm more times. I'm surprised Nick's not swiping right by now. No, no, you told me that the first time you heard oh, I had a girlfriend. You said, I said the long-term relationship. I said, ah, get ready to download Hinge or Bumble. No, you just said, hey, I got some advice for you. Swipe right. <laughs> Listen, uh, the idea. Yeah, I'm shocked off, you're still with your girlfriend. I I mean, she's think, out of state. Yeah, I do think that's, that's the shocking Nick thing. Bolton is a sure tackler, but to act like he is some sort of superstar inside linebacker, I'm just not there. He gets stuck on blocks all the time. He had over 100 tackles last year and barely played. He is a <laughs> Let, great open field tackler. He's the best tackler, tackler on this defense. He's the best tackler in the AFC West. Hey, it, Nick Bolton's becoming one of the best linebackers in the NFL. There is, right before our eyes. There so say is, what you want. There is more to that position than just tackling. Yeah, he, he went a great to Missouri, tackler. Nick. That's your problem. Here's what I will say. Uh, having someone at a non-premium position play at a plus level does not negate the fact that you gave up a first-round pick 
to select a left tackle who you are not going to re-sign. I'm not saying that deal is an abject failure. Yeah, who else are they going to take, though? It's, it's, it's the thing, Nick. No, get, who else were they going to take? Trent Williams, they tried. They tried till 2.30 in the morning okay, to get him. Okay. Didn't work out. They had all to right. get a, a tackle from a rival. Okay, all right. But listen, Nick Bolton has been a really, really solid draft pick. Not solid. He's been great. Okay, fine. That's fine. I'll give you that. He has been a great draft pick. Thank you. It does not negate the fact that you traded for a left tackle that you're now not going to re-sign. But they but had still... to, though. They were stuck between a rock and a hard place. And Sam Cosme and Lee Meisenberg and Alex Leatherwood and all these guys didn't make sense at left tackle. That was a terrible left tackle market that came out in the middle of COVID. They, they hardly played, and people were playing left tackle. They had no business to because they're really right tackles or guards in the National Football League. They were stuck. There was nobody for the Chiefs to put their left tackle. The other part of it is... It's it's like pretending like he's not played for them. You didn't just trade for a left tackle who never played for you. He's going to be a 34-game starter over a two-game run that could culminate in another Super Bowl. I mean, if, if they if they win a Super Bowl and go to an AFC title game, how could it have failed? Well, you know what it's a line, massive success under you know, those. Do you know what offensive line is the highest graded on pro football focus? Kansas City Chiefs. I thought we canceled Pro Football Focus. I was just saying, you know, they're the, only from Mahomes. They're, they're one of the top teams <laughs> in the NFL giving up sacks. Matter of fact, the Chargers are number one, and Chiefs got them five times. So, but they they haven't done give up a ton of sacks. Yeah, Mahomes runs around quite a bit and does get hit, but sack numbers wise, not there. But analytically, they're graded very high. We um, that's a, the the pass rush is really interesting to me because even I was surprised to find out that they're fourth in the NFL in sacks now. Mm-hmm. And they're eighth in pressures, which means they do consistently get it, but they have to do it through non-defensive line means, which is not what normally great pass rush teams do. But I do kind of feel like we have to take some qualifiers off of it. Like, I don't think we need to just keep kicking around the idea that, oh, they disappoint me, and I'm frustrated by how much pressure they get. I'm like, they get pressure. They get more sacks than most NFL teams. They're a good pass rush. I don't think we need to be like, they're a good pass rush right now. We're 10 weeks into the season, and they are a good pass rush. But coming into the season, we talked about, you know, they were going to have to manufacture it. And they well, are. Luxurious Sneed blitzing, and Nick Bolton got two that one game. Leo Chanel finally got one. He was the highest graded pass rusher in uh, at Wisconsin, unless you've canceled CFF. Uh, but uh, college football focus, because they do that, too. That's uh, not a, is that a real thing, college football it focus? It is, yeah, yeah, CFF. Yeah, they do college football. But he's been, even, even as a higher pass rush grade than T.J. Watt. But this is what the Chiefs were going to do, have to manufacture, you know, some form of a blitz to get to the quarterback, and that's exactly what they've done. I do think the big thing in the Chargers game was Mike Williams going out. So that allowed the Chiefs to start blitzing. Because remember, not until Mike Williams went out, they didn't really blitz. Because you couldn't. You couldn't throw all the kitchen sink because you needed that extra coverage for Mike Williams. Once he leaves the game, that's when the Chiefs are like, okay, now we can get after Justin Herbert. And consequently, he was sacked more times than he's ever been sacked in his history, the five times. Chargers, number one in the NFL, they'd only given up 13 sacks all season before that game. The Chiefs got to him five times. And Did, relatively, it was done within a half. It's because Chris Jones has been dominant. I mean, that's the very no doubt, simple Mr. Snowcone. Really, I mean, it's let's finally coming it. through Snow now. Cone, Snow Joel Jones, do you think he should be a legitimate defensive player of the year candidate? Yes. Are you sure? Listen. I always thought he's the second best interior defender behind Aaron Donald. I think he's having a better season. Than he is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what's funny, we looked this up before the show. Micah Parsons ha- is is farther away from the rest of the field for defensive player of the year than 
Patrick Mahomes is for MVP. Despite the fact he has one more sack, one more forced fumble, and he has a defensive touchdown. Now, those stats are better, so well, I'll fairness, give you credit. But Jones, without a penalty for laying on a guy, would also have one more sack and one um, more forced and fumble. And also it's would true. have another sack would also have another sack in the Colts game if it weren't called back because he said mean words. Mean words to Matt Ryan. But, but just look at this. He but, leads in mean words. So look at this right here. Uh, this past week versus the Chargers, he has two sacks in the final five minutes and 15 seconds do, do, of that game. Do you remember game. that game? Because he didn't say a word. Like he literally got straight up so, and went to the sideline. So two sacks in the fourth quarter of a one-score game versus the Chargers. Week nine versus the Titans. He and Dunlap get that sack on Malik Willis that effectively ended the game. And by the way, the Chargers, the toughest team to sack, and he still got two. Week seven uh, against the Niners, four minutes left in the game. He gets a sack. Week six versus the Bills, third and ten. Bills are down by three, eight minutes left in the game. Chris Jones gets a sack. Week three versus the Colts, fourth and 14, would have ended the game. Gets a sack on Matt Ryan, gets called for the unsportsmanlike conduct. That is five and a half fourth quarter sacks. For Chris Jones, in money this time, year. he's been incredible. Incredible, and aren't those the moments that should matter about winning individual awards 100%. beyond just the stats? Hundred percent. It's you have to have the moments. He's too. starting to get recognized from people around the league. They, you got to watch Chris Jones. I mean, even Collinsworth would admit it. He's the best defensive uh, lineman in the National Football League. He's made such a difference uh, for this team. I just, it is, it is offensive, like truly offensive, that there's a bigger gap as you mentioned, Nick. That's absurd. Like, Mahomes is playing better at a bigger gap than the next closest quarterback than Micah Parsons is to the field. It's like everyone just decided Micah Parsons gets to win it. That's it. They just decided, oh, it's his. Because we like him, and he's really good, and he's a pass rusher. And that's who normally wins defensive player of the year. So we're just going to go there. Because I know Chris Jones plays some snaps outside, but an interior defensive lineman being near the lead league in sacks is far more impressive than an outside pass rusher doing it. But to be fair, he's also got a lot of those sacks playing on the edge, too. Understandable. But he does, he's not getting nearly the but edge staff. What would he have? He just played edge run. all the time, right? I know that last year was a conversation. Should we try that again? The Chiefs got the number one Maybe. against the run a couple weeks ago, like fourth or fifth now. They always are 30, 31, 29th against the run. I mean, he's on the best team the in the NFL. He's on a the incredible movement that they've had uh, against the run. He's been closing games out defensively. Yeah, closing yes. games out. The The fact that we are just sort of done with this conversation is absurd to me. He is having a dominant season. By the way, PFF, we're uncanceling PFF. Chris Jones has a higher uh, grade than Micah Parsons does this year. He's the highest grade out of any defensive player, doesn't he? He's like 92.3. It's, it's funny that people like PFF when it backs up their narrative. I really only That's like all them. I do. I only use it when it backs up <laughs> you my You know what the narrative. most offensive thing I... you've ever said is? Remember when you said Kansas was going to win the Big 12? When I was in here that one day? That was know. hilarious. That wasn't me. It was you. It must have been somebody else. It was you. Oh, Gold usually sits here. That's no, who you're thinking of. You. Yeah, it was, gold. It was you. So you said Kansas no, was gold. So what was your question, Cody? Deal. Cody, you had another question for you me? You actually asked me that question. Hey, Bink, I think Cody actually had another question okay. for you that wasn't. Uh, I just had to get that. It wasn't about Kansas football, and that wasn't me. I said um, it didn't, Nick. I left my cup in the studio yesterday, Bink. When I came in here today, I went to go get it, and the lid was off. I was like, well, that's weird. I wouldn't have taken the lid off of my cup. Nick peeing it? No, and then the and then the straw was gone. What kind of gone. question is that? Huh, and then the straw was gone. And I found the straw over by the computer where Nick sits, which means mm-hmm. 
Carrington pulled it out of my cup, mm-hmm. and he probably chewed on it, didn't he? He chews on Which everything. Which means I have to throw There's it like away. There's like 50 pins that lay he around He chews on everything, but why would he chew on somebody else's straw? I think he chewed on my straw. Why else would it be by his computer? But that's so flagrant. Who would touch somebody else's straw out of a cup, Nick? You wouldn't even want to touch a straw so that had been in my mouth. The straw was in the cup. In the he cup. He probably chewed the bottom of it, the bottom part of it. So I have to throw it away. A dishwasher is not going to take care of somebody else's mouth chewing on my straw. Are there chew marks? I threw it away already. It's too I late. guarantee you can't. Did you examine for chew marks? I'm not worried about that. Why well, do you have that, a reusable straw? Is you that, the metal straws? That's weird. Having care? a reusable straw is weird? That's good Because I like the earth. Yeah. Jed? Somebody likes this planet. Somebody wants to preserve it, Jed. <laughs> Why? Why don't you get one of those metal straws that people use? I have some of those, too. I just happen to have this one. Hmm. Cody's, I, Cody's recycling goods. Meanwhile, you're just running through them. You're burning through all of the earth's Jed natural resources. Jed uses recyclable straws. They'll be recycled. I think he chewed on it. I do, too. Should we get him in here? Is that... That is questionable behavior, is it not? Extremely questionable behavior to chew on a strange straw that happens. You remember to be during in the, the pandemic, studio? and you guys were doing your Would show. Would you put anything in this studio in your mouth? That is such a weird. Can you cut that? <laughs> Can you cut that, Jed? Do you remember during the pandemic when you guys were all doing the show, and then yeah. Carrington was still doing it from here a lot of the times, and. I would come in here because we did the virtual royals and stuff like that, and there was just pins everywhere, everywhere. Like, like if how Carrington's many the only one, If Carrington's the only person in here, there's going to be pins everywhere. They were everywhere. Because that straw was in his normal chewed-up pin location. Uh-huh. That's where he puts the chewed pins. So I have to assume he took my straw out of my cup and chewed on it. I, I, that, that, I know you were currently have uh, or seemingly have some sort of issue with Bob based on the things he said about you on his show and the Bob things you right had to retort no, I mean, back Bob, I mean, yeah, as Bob, a resort of that. Bob yeah, was I mean, right about everything, too, by the way. I mean, if I needed to stay relevant, I would take shots at talented people like myself as well. But I don't, wow. I don't go and for Bigley's also saying you were right. Well, you think that he would smoke cigarettes and start bar fights? No, I think I think Bob was 100% right. Yeah, Nick okay. would totally do that. He would yeah, walk in with guys bigger me. than him, and he would start <laughs> crap. Because he's in with people that are bigger than him, and he would start crap thinking we'd finish it for him. You want me to break you off a piece too, Bing? Ah, uh, yeah, let's go. Hey, everybody can get some. We hey, need to fight way, everyone totally in the building. Bar fight, yeah. Yeah, I thought you were going to be on my side. With actually. your mouth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I never get in the fights though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because true. your friends have to fight. Which is the exact accusation. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, against me. you're the smart ass, the total bar fight guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bink, before before we get out of here and let you go and get on with your day, um, I was just wondering if I, I've always kind of felt this way, and I was wondering if you felt the same way. Do you think that Peja Stojakovic never got enough credit for being more than just a three-point shooter? I feel like everybody just thinks he was this great shooter, but, I mean, he had the three-year Not span. this again. Averaging 24 no, points per game. I think his movement without the ball goes underrated. I, I, mean, I think so, stuff too. That doesn't show up in stat books or no, anything. No, and I think a lot of people don't pay attention to that years after the fact. Get your movement on the court, what you're doing, getting yeah. open, setting picks. Yeah. Uh, the footwork of Peja, I, I think, is completely underrated. I'm yeah, with you well, on that. Name. Some of the best fo- footwork coming around screens and just, like, always being ready to shoot. That's always a Sacramento Kings position. legend. I'll Absolutely. apologize, Cody, for bringing up the Kings yeah, during Jed Talks. I really did not know that we were going to go down this route. Well hole. said, Bink. Thanks, Dick. Could have talked about so many things. Derek Johnson's birthday, we the anniversary, the anniversary of the Creed halftime performance. We've talked about all of that on Thanksgiving Day. And I'm the one who and you spent up, a shocking amount of time on the Kings. I brought up Derek Johnson's birthday. Can you still sing it, Cody? Uh, no. Do you know no. all the words? I, I like do. when Cody sings. Um, 
Well, that makes you one. I'd have to think about it. I might. What if I got an acoustic, ver- if I found an acoustic version, like an instrumental version oh, of yeah. Higher? Yeah. Could yes. you do yes. an instrumental re- rendition? Yes. I bet you got the lyrics written out somewhere, But right? he doesn't need the lyrics written out. He knows it. I don't, I don't know if I still does. have the lyrics written he down. He could do it I might, I might still know it. When's the last time you sang it? A year ago? Yeah, but you got to think about how many times I yeah, sang yeah, it. Yeah, you sung it a lot. I mean, you certainly have some songs memorized, don't you? Yeah, but no, I mean, you're not performing that song regularly. No, but I did perform it I'm, I'm a just lot. Asking. I was just curious, You performed man. it on a stage with pyrotechnics right, and so stuff. so angry. Um... No, I'm just, just, uh, I was just trying to decide. Are you coming to the Chili Fest at his, at his house? Uh, I think I'm actually going to be out of town that weekend. Mm-hmm. Out of town? Jed's going. Yeah. I know Jed's going to it. Out of town? I'm yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're just going to, yeah, that's what I just said. Okay. I feel like you're about to ask no, again. No, no, it's just. Is Gold going? Because Jed and I have confirmed. Uh, Jed, uh, Alex has not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Every time I invite them somewhere, they don't come. And then when yeah. I don't invite them somewhere, they make a big deal. It's about who it. likes you and who doesn't. And obviously, Jed and I do. Exactly. When we come back, Binkley, thank you for coming in. Thanks, guys. When we come back. Let's talk more about the Chiefs. And we'll also get you watch training around the entire world, I guess, at this point, because at least the World Cup will be involved. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 